0: Welcome to Waypoint Church Online and Happy Easter! A day when Christians around the world celebrate uh, the risen Lord Jesus Christ and how he changes everything and makes it possible to know God personally. But we also need to admit that this is a very weird Easter uh, because of the coronavirus and the self-isolation and the social distancing is this is not what we're planning. Uh, We as a church can't meet together, families can't meet together, and and friends for big meals and celebrations. Uh, It's not what we had wanted, any of us wanted. And it's tough. It's tough not be able to to meet together and just to be together. But the good news is, is that God is still good. The message of Easter is still just as powerful. Jesus still brings hope still meets us and there's loads to celebrate. If you're part of the wider church family you would have received an email with a a song list Um, and I want to encourage you to spend some time worshiping God this Easter day. Uh, Maybe you have some old your own songs that you love to worship God to so feel free let's just make sure that we worship God together. Let me just begin by praying together. Father, on this Easter day, we just want to praise your name and thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for uh, your sacrifice and we thank you for your life. We thank you that you are alive today and you still want to make a difference and you still do make a difference to every single one who reaches out to you. I pray in our time together that we will see more of you and encounter more of you. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. I wonder uh, what springs to mind when you hear the word hope. I think for many of us, it, it's, it's more like a wish, like I, I hoped I had more Easter eggs than I got, or I hope it's sunny tomorrow, or um, I hope this isolation stuff finishes sooner. Uh, it, it's more of a wish. But when it comes to Easter and the hope that comes with Easter, it's a different type of hope. It, it's not a hope that maybe a future will be changed. It's a hope that says because of Jesus' death and resurrection is everything changes. Our hope moves to Jesus because Jesus changes things. Jesus changes the can Jesus rise from the dead to Jesus has risen from the dead. It changes from does God love us and care for us to Jesus proves that God loves us and cares for us. It changes can we know God personally to Jesus makes it possible for God and us to know each other personally. You know, in a season and a time where there is so much uncertainty and so so many questions in our own lives and around our country and our world, a time where I think many of us need hope, Easter, the message of Easter and the hope of Easter, this certain hope is a message that's really powerful and speaks to us right now. In the first day of Easter, Jesus appears to to three separate groups of people. And these three different appearances on that first day, it tells us something significant about this hope, this certain hope of Jesus. And we're going to look at that in a moment together. But before we we unpack those, I want us to listen together um, the beginning of the story of Easter
1: Day. And Kathy's going to read that for us now. John 20 verses 1 to 18 They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realise that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her.
0: Imagine if you were given the responsibility of breaking the news to the world that Jesus had risen from the dead. I'm guessing like me, you were probably thinking, well, I need to get the the news headlines. You need to do social media blitz. You've got to get as many important people as possible to hear this incredible news. And yet we find on that first Easter morning is that the one who Jesus appears to the first wasn't a big influential person. It wasn't a well-connected. It wasn't even one of the main disciples. It was a woman who was very upset. It was Mary. Mary, who was in a garden. And in that garden, she, she was confused. She didn't know what to do. She like I said she had no connections. She, she wasn't important. Uh, in fact, in Jewish law, is she wouldn't even be a valid witness. She couldn't testify to say, I saw him. And yet Jesus deliberately chooses the first person to appear to was a woman in a garden. This is really significant because what it tells us is that at the heart of the Easter message is not about publicity and and getting big crowds. At the heart of the Easter message is this hope that is personal. Now, Jesus does uh, appear to to hundreds of other people um, before he ascends to heaven, but his first appearance was personal. I think this is really significant because... If you're anything like me, I think sometimes you, you think, well, when it comes to God, why would God speak to me? Because there's, there's more influential people, there's more important people, there's more spiritual people. Or maybe we're just fully aware of how much we've messed up and we're thinking, well, God won't speak to me. And yet this certain hope that we find in Jesus on the first day of Easter, his starting point was that Jesus was deliberately personal because that's the heart of the Easter message. That's the beginning. It's personal. If you are in need of some hope, some certainty, Easter day is saying, God came for you. It's personal. Jesus' next appearance tells us something else significant about this Easter hope that we find in Jesus two of Jesus followers disciples were walking along a road from Jerusalem to Emmaus Uh, we don't know why they're walking from Jerusalem because they had heard what happened in Jerusalem they knew of Jesus death and they also heard the rumors of his resurrection that the women had seen Jesus that morning uh, and yet we find them walking away. But along the way, they're, they're talking and discussing and debating. Actually, the original text in the Greek, it says that they are debating um, about what happened and what they thought. Uh, and uh, in the midst of their debates, what we find is, is Jesus become, comes and walks alongside them. Now, we're told that they didn't recognize Jesus. Now, whether Jesus had a disguise on or not, we don't know. But I don't think he did because, do you know, it's, it's very easy for us to get caught up in our own opinions and discussions and just miss Jesus. Every Christmas, there are so many people around the world, they sing Christmas carols and they, they talk about God becoming a baby in Jesus and, and then they pack him away and forget about him until the next year. So Jesus is right there, but we miss him. But Jesus came and walked alongside these two disciples and he does something really significant, is he doesn't tell them off he 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 doesn't sort of force them to follow what he does is Jesus helps him helps them to see that there is more of God to discover during this time of isolation I know many parents are are getting a a greater respect for teachers um, because they're having to do the teaching at home and what you suddenly discover is you can't just put a book in front of a child and, and they learn and neither can you sort of slingshot the knowledge into their head what you need to do is you need to help them to understand that there's more and this is what Jesus did the risen Lord Jesus he just died and rose again he saw Mary in the morning and now he comes alongside these two disciples and what does he do is he walks with them and patiently unpacks scripture he he goes right to the beginning he said "Look, God created us every human being to be in relationship with him but we had all sinned. We've gone our own way. We, we've we rejected God. And what that does is it, it separates us from God. And throughout scripture, he was pointing that God made a way, that God was going to send a Messiah. And this Messiah would suffer and die, but then rise again. Jesus was explaining to them that you know some of the facts, but there's more. See a bigger picture. And they were going, wow, that's really fascinating. And then it came to the end. They, they it, the it was getting to the end of the day and they were going to stop at an inn and they, they convinced Jesus to stay at the inn with them and Jesus came in. They, they had a meal together. Jesus blessed and broke bread and when he broke bread all of a sudden their eyes just opened and they suddenly saw more. They saw that this stranger who was walking with them was actually the risen Jesus and what they discovered is that the hope of Jesus it says that there's more. That's the powerful hope of Easter story even today is that there's more Jesus wants us to know that there's more of God's love to discover there's more of God's forgiveness to discover there's more of God's joy to discover if you are at a point where you need more hope the Easter message says that Jesus is deliberately personal he wants to speak to you and secondly is that Jesus wants you to know there's more there's more to where life is at the moment The third appearance of Jesus, we hear a third truth about this hope that Jesus brings. The evening of first Easter day we find the the disciples, all the main ones that we will note be very familiar with their names, Uh, them and and the wider group of followers were all locked in a room together. Now the reason they were locked in a room together uh, wasn't so that no one can escape, it's so that no one can get in. Because don't forget that just a couple days earlier the religious leaders had captured and forced the accused and crucified Jesus uh, and they were probably worried no they were worried that they were next so they're locking themselves away hiding just full of fear now you know fear is an understandable thing that they had and that's where they were but they're also wrestling because they would have heard of Jesus appearing to Mary that morning and Mary would have been in the midst as well. And they were trying to work out is, but we saw him die, but Mary said that she saw him and, and there would have been a lot of confusion. They also would have heard of the two disciples who had uh, had, had Jesus walk alongside them along the road to Emmaus. Because it says that after Jesus broke bread um, and he, Jesus disappeared as they went, didn't, didn't our hearts burn within us that, that what Jesus was saying was true, that they saw more. And what it says then is that they, they rushed back to Jerusalem to tell the disciples So here we find um, the big gathering of disciples of the names that we would have known. uh, Mary with her sighting and witness of seeing Jesus, these other two disciples. And they were discussing, probably worrying, definitely fearful. I reckon they probably also would have been wrestling with some guilt because they've known what Jesus had said and done. And they, they heard the testimony and they're trying to work out, well, do we believe it or don't we believe it? What's truth and what's not? It was a very confused state. And in the midst of that, we hear that Jesus turns up in the locked room. And the first thing that Jesus says is, my peace I give to you. In fact, he says it twice. Jesus gives him the peace. Now, that's not just some lovely words. This is the risen Lord Jesus, someone who had conquered death, who just walked into a locked room. And he said to every one of them, he says, I give you my peace. Peace. Peace to quench their doubts. Those I'm not sure I can't understand and that worry, his peace was to speak into that situation. Uh, He would have brought his peace into their fears. The fears of what's going to happen next. We don't know and fear for their own lives. And Jesus spoke peace into that. I think Jesus was also speaking peace into their guilt. The guilt for their denial, their running away. Jesus brings peace to the situation because we find to Mary, he brings this personal hope. To the two on um, the road to Emmaus, he brings this truth that there's more of God that he wants us to see. And here to the wider disciples, he says, and I bring my peace. You see, because Jesus' death and resurrection was something that brought God's peace because what it did is it brought us into a relationship with God. If we put our faith in him, if we say, Jesus, I trust in you, I put my hope in you, is what we do is we encounter his peace. This is still the good news of Easter. This is the hope, the certainty that we have in Jesus. When we put our trust in him, that he brings this personal connection with God, he brings this more of God That we can encounter and he brings the peace of God. And it's available for us today, right now, in your room, in all of our rooms, is our God can actually come and bring that certain hope. The way we access it is by putting our trust in Jesus and following Him. In Romans 10, it says, If we confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, to say, I want to follow you, Lord, and if we believe in our hearts that Jesus died and rose again then we will be saved we get to know God personally in our everyday lives his love his forgiveness his peace in walking with us let's pray Father I want to thank you again for the amazing amazing salvation that you give us through Jesus Jesus your obedience your conquering of death I thank you that you are a God who changed our eternity and yet you're still a God who comes to us personally, who encourages us to find out more, and a God who brings peace. Father, in this moment in time around our world where there's so much fear and uncertainty and doubt, I just want to pray your Easter hope that certainty of Jesus into every heart Whether we've known you for a long time or this is the first time we're just exploring, I pray, Jesus, that we might all know you more as we put our trust in you. We thank you for this free offer of salvation that you give us. I thank you, Jesus. It's as straightforward as saying, I will follow you. And I thank you that salvation can be found today in you. We place our hope in you this Easter day. Amen. Thank you for uh, joining me um, at this Easter day, as we celebrate this incredible news. If you want to find out more, if you want to just to journey a little bit more with Jesus, um, please contact us at Waypoint Church. You can drop us an email or phone us and someone will get in contact with you and journey together. The truth is this virus is going to be finished sooner or later, and then we're going to be able to come together. And that's going to be great. But Jesus wants to meet you today. So take that step today, find out more, and have a great rest of your Easter day.